climate change, poverty, mental health, young people and adults face a world of constant change. It's the connections we make, innovations and education that come together to help us make a difference. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. In this program, we bring together leaders that share stories designed to inspire you to serve, learn, and change the world. Now, here's your host, Amy Muirs. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to The Power of Young People to Change the World. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio. Together, we explore how young people are using their ideas, creativity, and passion to shape a better world, and how educators can utilize the power of service learning to redesign education. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm joined by two phenomenal AmeriCorps members from Serve Minnesota. If you aren't familiar with AmeriCorps, it's a federal national service program, and they support volunteering in communities across the country. AmeriCorps members are responding to national, national, <laughs> natural, not national, well, national disasters too, but natural disasters, um, opioid crisis, education, hunger, just all sorts of needs um, within our communities. Um, AmeriCorps is open to individuals of all ages and backgrounds. Um, members receive living allowances, money for college or trade schools, um, some loan deferment and entrance forbearance. Um, as well as professional development, um, and of course, that pride that comes with being of service to our country. Um, and it's not just for those in their like 20s, right? Like there's senior cores um, that provides um, opportunities for volunteering for individuals 55 and older who want to give back to their communities. So it's a remarkable program. Um, at NYLC, I've had the amazing opportunity um, to work alongside AmeriCorps members throughout my many years now with the organization. And so I'm just honored um, to welcome Lizzie and Emily to the show. And I just want to thank you both for not only joining me here today, but for your service. Um, and before we talk about what you're doing with Serve Minnesota as AmeriCorps members, um, I'd love um, for you to share just a little bit more about who you are. So, Lizzie, would you mind introducing yourself? Of course. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. So, hi, everyone. This is Lizzie. I'm a daughter, a sister, and a friend. I'm also a documentary filmmaker. A couple of years ago, I produced a film about ovarian cancer, which was really meaningful. I've created a handful of short films too. These usually explore grief and loss. And over the past several years, I've collaborated with independent musicians to make music videos, and I've documented local arts events. I also practice mindfulness daily with meditation and yoga, which has been so needed and important for my mental health throughout this pandemic. I remember my own two years of AmeriCorps service very well and excited to be the AmeriCorps program manager of the program I served in. And I'm thrilled to be in conversation with you both today. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, I also uh, practice yoga on a daily basis. And yes, it's so important. So we'll have to talk about that later off air. <laughs> um, Emily, would you mind sharing a little bit about you? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to start getting into some yoga soon. Um, but hello, everyone. My name is Emily Holly. I just recently graduated from high school back in June of 2021. So I am fresh out. Uh, right now, I work at Neal Elementary School in Crystal, Minnesota, which is, in fact, the elementary school I went to as a kid. 
throughout my life, I've always wanted to change the world. But knowing that I can't, I'd still participate in the little things that can change someone's world. I've been on a handful of mission trips, participated in a lot of Feed My Starving Children sessions, grew up as a Girl Scout, and soon will be spending some hours at an animal shelter. But I think the most impactful thing I've done so far is the job I'm in right now through AmeriCorps. And I'm so excited to share my experiences with all of you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. What amazing uh, resume of service that you provided. Um, I would love to learn more about um, Serve Minnesota and share that with our listeners. So, Lizzie, would you tell us more about um, what Serve Minnesota is and how it got started? Yes. And as you mentioned in your intro, it's national service. And so it spans all of the U.S. And it's similar to the Peace Corps and that it's engaging volunteers. But of course, for AmeriCorps, it's in America. State Serve Minnesota specifically is the state's hub for AmeriCorps service. So in Minnesota, um, Serve Minnesota acts as the nonprofit that brings together the science of what works with the people power of the AmeriCorps volunteers and members to make positive change in communities. So each year, about 2,000 people serve. And you also mentioned it doesn't have to be just recent graduates, but roughly one in three are either recent high school graduate or college graduate. And they are embedded in communities and they might be doing things across. Um, it could be yeah, responding to national disasters. It could be uh, teaching and tutoring, which I know Emily will talk a lot about. And uh, there's just so many different programs. Uh, something to distinguish AmeriCorps from other programs is that it's volunteering plus. There's many benefits of serving, including a paid uh, living stipend. There's also at the end of service, AmeriCorps members receive money they can use toward college or student loans. And while they're serving, any loans are in forbearance. They're not having to make active payments. I can speak a little bit more about CTAP's mission as well. And it started after Serve Minnesota was founded and AmeriCorps was founded roughly around, I want to say 1993. Um, so it's been around for quite a few years and Serve Minnesota then also, but for CTAP started in 2004 and it was born out of a need to teach digital literacy skills for social, civic and economic development and this falls under one of the focus areas, economic stability of Serve Minnesota. So that's so, it in a nutshell, without being too confusing on timelines. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Can you just say a little bit more about CTET and what that stands for, for the of folks course, who aren't familiar? Yes, Community Technology Empowerment Project, um, also known as CTEP, is the program I currently manage and was a member of. Uh, several years ago, and mission is to, um, you know, teach digital literacy skills, low-income individuals, um, new Americans, and I know through the pandemic, there's been more focus and understanding of what it means, you know, the digital divide is how we, we're trying to bridge the digital divide. Wonderful. Thank you. So, Emily, you're an AmeriCorps member, current AmeriCorps Corps member. Can you tell us more about AmeriCorps and um, who's involved and what you do? 
Yes, I'd love to. Um, in Minnesota, AmeriCorps members make a difference in the areas of education, environment, economic stability, housing, and many more. There are so many opportunities and options for a job through AmeriCorps. So anyone, and I mean anyone, can get involved. And I think everyone that can should. Um, for me personally, as a Reading Corps tutor, every day I work with 15 different students in second and third grade for about 20 minutes each. I go to their class and I bring them back to my little table that I wheel out into the hallway every morning. It's a little unfortunate being in the hallway, but my students are such rock stars. And for some of them, I think it really helps challenge their focus and practice staying on task. And I know for each school, it's going to be different as to if they have a classroom or if they're in the hallway like I am, but we make it work. Um, I have multiple interventions or practices that I do with my students. And once a week, I do progress monitoring to keep track of their growth. Before I start reading with them, though, I like to do a mental check-in. I have a sheet of paper that has a graph labeled zero through 100%. Then they take a sticky note and place it on the percentage they are feeling that day or in that moment. I remind them that we are not going to feel 100% every day, and that is okay. But no matter how we are feeling, it's important to give 100% of whatever percentage you have that day. I also have this emotions wheel that has eight different basic emotions on it, and they can spin a little arrow to let me know which emotions they are feeling too. I make sure to participate in this with them as well so we can be a team and create that relationship and comfortability that's key for real growth. And I know each tutor is different, but I found that making that connection and that check-in with them really does do a great job of kickstarting their session and really getting them to work their hardest. That sounds amazing. I, I have this visual now of you sitting in the hallway in a tidy <laughs> little chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, spinning, spinning the emotion, uh, the uh, emotions wheel um, with, yeah. the, with the kids. That has, that just has to warm your heart um, really every does. single day. Um, I'm, we have just a couple of minutes before we go to break, but I'm wondering, Emily, if you can just share like what... What's it like to be an AmeriCorps member? Like, why did you join? Like, what, what was it that compelled you to want to do this work? I mean, there's a lot of reasons, and I will get more into it later. But um, I was really looking for a job right out of high school during a gap year, just something that I could really make a difference and explore different job opportunities that that I've been interested in. And my mom was actually the one that was helping me with job research. And she found this um, job opportunity. And there were a few other AmeriCorps ones. But as soon as I saw that it was at Neal, the elementary school that I went to, I knew I had to do it. <laughs> and it was just really awesome to see all the benefits that come with it too. And yeah, I just really wanted to do something where I could make a difference. And I definitely feel like I am. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, finding something right there, like where you grew up, that's that's amazing. I don't think um, 
a lot of people probably would have that same opportunity. I know yeah. some of the AmeriCorps members we've had um, at NYLC, they've, you know, some of them have moved from other states and, um, you know, just it's such a huge benefit to the nonprofit community. So, you know, that's really amazing that you were able to like go to your own elementary school. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's still a few teachers there that I had or that were still there. And so it's really fun to be able to talk to them and be like, Hey, do you remember me? And some of them do, and some of them don't. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I, if I went back to my elementary school, I'm going to guess most of my teachers are probably retired by now, but yeah, yeah. how fun is that, you know, to have that relationship and be able to like support them. And yeah, yeah that's exciting. Um, we do have to take a brief pause, um, but when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Lizzie and Emily. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world voice america empowerment radio we'll be right back follow us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit NYLC lc.org to learn more today it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com listening to the power of young people to change the world with amy muirs to find out more about amy and the national youth leadership council please visit nylc.org now back to the show Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm here today with Lizzie and Emily, and we're talking about AmeriCorps and Serve Minnesota. And once again, guys, just thanks so much for being on the show and for for the service that you've given. Um, I'd love to just jump back in with you, Emily, and hear more about your story and your experience um, with AmeriCorps. Um, can you tell us more about what, what your experience has been like? Yeah, well, um, what it's like to be an AmeriCorps member, I mean, I'm just constantly surrounded by supportive people in my role, inside and outside of my school building itself. It's just one giant community spread across the whole country. I've talked to a lot of people about my job, and I have been shocked by the amount of people that have also told me that they work for AmeriCorps at one point in their life. So it's really cool to be able to make those connections as well and talk about 
how different or similar our experiences were. Um, but the main reason why I joined AmeriCorps was because I was looking for a job during my gap year before I head to community college. But I also wanted to be in a place where I felt like I could make a difference in my community. And being that Neil is my old community, I knew right away it was the right place for me. It has definitely been a full circle moment. Um, not only would this job be a great opportunity for me to grow as a person, but there is also an education award that comes at the end of my service. I work 35 hours a week and will get around $4,500, and that will pay for almost a whole year of my schooling. So that has been a giant plus. Definitely looking forward to it. Um, and my whole life, I've been all over the place about what I want to do with my life, as have most people. Um, but the three that have stuck out the most to me have been social worker, teacher, and therapist. And as a tutor, I get to experience all three in a way. In fact, earlier this week, I had a student of mine telling me about how some of her friends had started being mean to her and not talking to her. So I asked if she would like me to pull one of her friends out of the class for a minute so they could talk about it. And she very quickly said yes. I made sure to let her know I would start the conversation and be there for support, but ultimately it was the conversation for them to have. So I got to facilitate the conversation and I had them hug it out at the end <laughs> and very soon they were back to normal. It felt really, really good to be able to be there for my student on a deeper level than just like reading. And I definitely think it helped grow that relationship even stronger. And it really is such a blessing knowing that my student was even comfortable enough and trusted me enough to talk about talk to me about those things going on in her life. That's so wonderful. Those relationships are so important. Um, yes. I mean, they're important for the students, but they're important for, for us as adults too, right? To, to yes, see the, sure. the need and the impact that we're making. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so Lizzie, I would love, so you're managing the C C T CTEP. Am I saying that correct now? Yeah. Yes. Community program. Technology Empowerment Project. Yep. Yeah. So you're managing that now for Serve Minnesota, but you were you started as a AmeriCorps member. So um, can you tell us about your experience um, as when you started in AmeriCorps and you know what made you decide to join? Of course. Yes. Well, I'll start with that giving back to a community has always been important to me and in high school, I volunteered to coach a middle school science bowl team, which was a lot of fun. They needed someone to read questions uh, and practice, but this team actually advanced to nationals, which was incredible and so much fun to be a part of. So I'm always just looking for ways to be around other people who are fun and smart and, you know, just want to have, um, you know, get together and do fun and exciting things. So when I learned about, when I was in college, I learned about the nonprofit St. Paul Neighborhood Network and all those people definitely checked those boxes, fun to work with, um, just really exciting. And they had a vibrant youth program. So young people to work with. Um, I was a young person myself, so here's <laughs> in some way. But generally, yeah, the opportunity to facilitate an after-school program, one I would have loved to have been a part of, just 
you know, was amazing. I said, that sounds amazing. How do I do that? So as an AmeriCorps member, I was facilitating a after-school program, teaching camera work, bringing in local filmmakers who talked about their journey and careers and finding professional development experiences for the high schoolers. I've also always had a career development mind and want people to find opportunities that speak to their interests. So that was also um, a huge part of my role to be a mentor to others. Uh, And I can talk about an amazing full circle moment when one high schooler that I was teaching in this program has now graduated, went to college, and now is an AmeriCorps member themselves and doing amazing things with conservation. So it's just, it's one big party, kind of what Emily was saying, you know, the more you talk to people, the more you realize they have their own AmeriCorps experiences and you get connected and can share those experiences and brings people together. That's a pretty amazing network to be part of. Um, it's awesome. I love, I love the first full circle moment. That's, you know, that's, that's what it's for, right? Like to see all of that come back. Um, I'm, I don't know if you can actually answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. What do you think is like the biggest takeaway for AmeriCorps members after they participate in the program? Like what, what's, what, did, what do you gain you gain an expanded worldview. You're meeting people from all different backgrounds and they're probably not backgrounds that you have yourself and you get to learn. I think the direct service that members do is at the same time challenging as it is humbling, as it is rewarding. It's very rewarding to be celebrating alongside learners. So for instance, nothing beats celebrating a milestone that you've been working on week after week Um, I know AmeriCorps members comment frequently on just the mutual good feelings when they learn someone got a job that they wanted or they were applying for, or they finally have the credentials they need to pursue other uh, education. Just those kinds of life milestones, being alongside for those is really meaningful. You also build authentic and lifelong friendships with other service members, and they're compassionate, conscientious. I, I know CTEP alumni are eager to lend you know, words of encouragement or come back and share what they've done after their year of service. Uh, it's just really incredible. I can share one quote. It's short. Just this um, CTEP alumni said, I learned not only to invest in myself and the people around me, but also the community around me. There's an empowerment aspect for us as well. We've, we're being given the tools to explore new things, to really grow and develop. And I co-sign that. Yes, I feel like I've grown (laughs) and developed and can now mentor others who want to do similar things. That's wonderful. And I love um, how you've really talked from your own experience about that connection to the arts. And we don't, you know, we each bring our own unique talents and and um, experiences to programs like AmeriCorps. And so to be able to bring that and see that integrated, I think is really amazing. Like just listening to you, you know, talk about the camera and the photography and the, and how that has um, played into it. So, you know, AmeriCorps members bring their own talents while they're developing those additional skills and new skills. Um, I'm wondering, I'm going to put you on the spot again, Lizzie, if you have any stories or of actions that AmeriCorps members, alumni that you've um, 
been in contact with that they've taken some of their experiences that you would be willing to share? Sure. We'll change the names if we need to. <laughs> That's okay. No, I'll, I'll speak in more broad terms, but I can tell you that many, and including three this past year, were offered a job at the organization that they were serving with, which is we awesome. We love they get- people who hire national service. <laughs> Exactly. They get Employers to of national service. Yep. <laughs> yep. They continue teaching technology. And then alumni also are very active. They lead service projects in the communities. They might be the organizers of the food distribution down the street. And that's incredible. Quite a few alumni pursue teaching at a school full time. Kind of makes sense. It's very mm-hmm. translatable. Um, I've kept in touch with one I served with who now is back in Texas uh, but uh, she teaches middle school social studies. And I think that's cool being a teacher. Another alumni local to the Twin Cities is actually a published children's book illustrator. I saw his book at the public library and was just in awe. His work focuses on Hmong stories and culture, and he's just an incredible artist. I can also say a handful pursue a master's in library science degree. Uh, we do partner with libraries. So members might be working on that degree simultaneously as well. And then they go on to be a librarian, whether it's in a public library, a university library. A lot go on to be public policy researchers. So after their lived experiences, seeing how policy shaped the lives of learners they interacted with, they come with an informed understanding of the limitations that exist and the possibilities. Very forward thinking, very creative minded. Um, And then many serve again. So you don't, you can serve up to four for service terms. Sorry, that's hard to say, four service terms. <laughs> and, you know, for some, one service term is not enough. So I recently reconnected with an alum who joined the NYC Civic Corps there in New York. That's awesome. Like, how amazing that people will continue to serve and to do this work. And I mean, I know you guys get a, um, a living stipend, um, but I also know what that means. And so, <laughs> so the commitment um, to, to really, it truly is serving our country and in places and spaces that need so much support. Um, and I love the fact that it's like, it's a, it's a, um, a ground for future teachers, like getting that experience, um, like Emily shared um, her experience. That's so exciting. So thank you for sharing those stories with us. That's, you know, you can see the impact that AmeriCorps members are having. So we do have to take another quick break. Um, But when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Lizzie and Emily. So stay with me, Amy Muir's on the power of young people to change the world, Voice America Empowerment Radio. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of 
all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual Spring National Service Learning Conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. listening to the power of young people to change the world with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us, um, I'm here today with Lizzie and Emily, and we're talking about the power of AmeriCorps and um, Serve Minnesota here in my uh, great state that where we're from here at the National Youth Leadership Council. Um, so, Emily, I want to come back um, and talk about some of the impacts that you've seen during your time as an AmeriCorps member. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, I would love to. I have seen my impact in multiple ways, Um, not only in watching my students' reading skills grow over time, but I'm also creating relationships with all the people around me. AmeriCorps tutors create a connection with the students that is a vital part of learning, and data shows that most students flourish academically from tutoring, and those tutored students build their confidence and are more engaged in all aspects of school. Our goal is to help more than 30,000 students succeed this year, and every single day I get to watch my 15 students do just that. It's so satisfying to watch a student have their light bulb moment. One of my students started out with low scores, and he was very choppy reader, pretty slow. And then one day, I don't know, something just clicked in him. He was reading smoothly, and his words per minute shot up. It is so fulfilling to know that I was a part of that and that I was a huge help in making that happen. Another one of my students had a light bulb moment, but in two ways. He is a very shy and quiet kid. He gives me short responses when I ask about his day, and he only gives me one response on my emotions wheel, which is usually happy. But just this week, he's opened up. He actually told me a story about what he did over the weekend and something that he was looking forward to that night. And when I pulled out my emotions wheel, he gave me four different emotions (laughs) I wanted, uh, it's so amazing. I wanted to keep pulling for more, but I knew I had to appreciate what I was getting and take it at his pace. And that same day, he read way faster and just seemed way more into the intervention. This just goes hand in hand as to how important a good relationship can have on one's education. That's so amazing. How fun, like, to see just those, like, I just, yeah, the smiles and just the connection to hear you talk about it. I can just, I I can just picture it. It's like, yeah, that's so exciting. And to see um, 
to see the growth and just that relationship that you built with those with those students. That's remarkable. Um, you know, a lot of AmeriCorps members are placed um, with community partners and nonprofit organizations. And so, Lizzie, I would love to hear how how you're partnering um, with community and and what that looks like. Of course. So they are partnering with community-based organizations, members are placed there, or libraries, workforce centers, adult basic education schools. And these entities, these partners are all committed to bridging the digital divide. And that is largely the skills you need to use a computer and connect to the internet. And, you know, nowadays, you know, attend a healthcare appointment, et cetera. And that um, mission really grounds us all and brings us all um, to that common purpose. And it's really cool because these organizations are established, they um, are effective, they have a lot of um, success. You know, the participants who use their services get the jobs they want, um, go on to achieve whatever they're hoping to achieve, their life goals. Um, but with AmeriCorps members, when they join this organization, they get to learn about the organization. They get to understand where um, the organization's hoping to grow and they can be that person who builds the capacity. Um, it might be finding other volunteers who can um, make sure they keep showing up in community and supporting this awesome work. Uh, and I should also mention, you know, for at least CTEP, the Again, there's so many programs I'll talk about in a minute, sort of Minnesota manages, but teaching digital literacy and job training skills to low-income individuals or new Americans. So having a focus on getting those connected who might not be connected. That's wonderful. And and like we mentioned earlier, like um, some of these um, places that AmeriCorps members serve will end up hiring the, the, their AmeriCorps member when their service is done too. Like they become instrumental into the work of the organization. So um, tell us more about Surf Minnesota. You guys are doing amazing things across the state. So what's going on beyond your program, which the digital divide um, issue is like so important and, and so necessary, but what else is Serve Minnesota doing? Of course. Well, tackling environment issues, um, education, housing, substance use recovery, and of course, economic stability. I can mention uh, two kind of more recent initiatives Serve Minnesota has undertaken, um, including the Refugee Response Initiative, which is helping support placement of Afghan refugees. Um, it's also, of course, uh, launched an emergency response initiative during COVID. Very timely for that. Yes. Uh, and responding to what's happening and not just being sleepy and saying, oh, there's nothing going on and just really meeting the call of any needs like, um, like these that we're seeing. Um, and the 17 programs, so some of those conclude Habitat for Humanity, so building houses and making sure people have homes and especially in Minnesota, warm homes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also of course, reading um, and math partners and lots of um, school-based uh, interventions and uh, you know, opportunities there. And 
environment-wise, leading the way with conservation. And uh, there's a couple other like very specific kind of niche <laughs> programs <laughs> as well within that. So if you're you care about the environment, but you have a very specific focus, you probably can find an AmeriCorps program that speaks to that. Most definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Serve Minnesota is doing great work and supporting great work. And um, there's such a strong um, nonprofit um, community here in, in the state of Minnesota. And AmeriCorps is vital to the success of those nonprofits. So, and Serve Minnesota is, is the conduit to that. So, we just... Again, thank Serve Minnesota for all of their um, support and hard work on these issues. Um, you know, you you mentioned COVID um, and the response. You know that all of us are having to um, to make um, with the people that we serve. And so, Emily, I'm wondering how um, the pandemic has kind of impacted your service and the young people that you're working with. Um, and what has that experience been like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's impacted every single person differently and to a different level. But the most harmful impact I've seen on my students themselves is just how far they've gotten in school and how they process and also how they just sit in class. Mm. And although online school is better than none. It doesn't even compare to being in person surrounded by other peers and having that, you know, like hands-on learning. And even before the pandemic, more than 375,000 school-aged children in Minnesota were estimated to need extra help with reading and math. Now, after more than a year of disruptions to learning due to COVID-19, the need is likely even higher. And that's why this job is so important and just so crucial to every student that gets to receive the tutoring. And my view of the world and life itself has changed drastically in the past two years. But for the most part, I feel like my students are just still too young and innocent to really see how scary this all has been. But then again, it's it's hard to really know how it's been affecting their brains and their mm-hmm. views of the world. Um, in fact, the past two weeks, not this week, but the two weeks before my school was online and my internal coach and I just decided that it was going to be way too difficult to try and tutor over Zoom, like figuring out that schedule, sending them the materials they need and actually getting them to join another Zoom. It just wasn't going to work. So instead, um, a handful of my coworkers at the school and I just completely reorganized and cleaned the staff room and some other schools or rooms around the school. Um, And also the other reading core tutor at my school and I got to uh, redecorate a glass showcase at the front of the Mm -hmm. school. Um, We added flowers, bees, butterflies, and books, and our theme was spring into kindness. And (laughs) although it's still winter, we felt we needed to at least pretend that we were close to warm weather. (laughs) And, you know, the kindness was a big deal, too. Um, But going back to the impact, there's just there's been a lot of negatives those two weeks online were such a great bonding experience between my coworkers and I. 
I really think it was a blessing in disguise. And I also think it's important to just try and find those positives when we can nowadays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Your 15 students are very lucky to have you. So (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm curious, um, like you've talked, you talked kind of about the career exploration a little bit um, earlier um, in the show. I'm wondering if there are some new skills that you would say you would attribute to this experience that you've developed. Yeah, I definitely developed a few while also like developing a deeper sense of some skills. Um, One is definitely a deeper level of patience. (laughs) I mean, I've... You are working with elementary school students. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Some are easier than others, that's for sure. Um, I've always looked at myself as a patient person, but working with these kids has definitely (laughs) tested that more than ever. Um, Thank you to our teachers. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know how they do it. I couldn't, I don't think I could ever look over a whole class. But um, I've also just gotten better at talking myself down when I'm getting overwhelmed and frustrated. And I've learned how to express my feelings to them while also staying calm. Because if they're like jumping in their chair or not listening to me, I can't just ignore it and let them keep going. Like I have to let them know that I'm getting frustrated. I've asked you so many times to work. And I think when I do express that to them and they see that I'm being vulnerable and honest with them, like that does reflect on them. And I think it does, you know, hit them in the heart a little bit. Um, I've definitely also gotten more flexible Each and every kid is so different. And although I'm giving them the same set of interventions, I have to approach each of them slightly different and meet them where they are at. They all have their quirks and their tics, and I've loved being able to figure out who they are as human beings. And I've always been a leader. Um, I like to lead people into kindness and empathy patience and understanding and being in this role allows me to spread that and hopefully empower my students to spread that too. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And then I, I am also curious, like what's had the most impact on you? Oh man, a lot. Um, going back to what I was saying, where I see the impact the most, I think the work that I do with my students plays a huge role on their education and success. And although I love watching my kids grow and succeed, I think what impacts both me and the students the most is the relationships. Mm -hmm. They are so crucial. And I've made relationships with students, other staff, and even other kids in the school that I don't work with. Like I will be sitting at my little desk in the hallway and random kids come up and hug me and they're like, hey, Miss Emily. And I'm like, I don't know your name, but hey. (laughs) Um, And my heart just melts every morning when I walk into the cafeteria during breakfast and just am bombarded with hugs and hellos from kids. And I had no idea how large of an impact this job would have on me. And Over the past four months, I've grown so much. I've been discovering who I am as a person and what I want to do with my life. And I get to express myself here. 
I wear shirts that say nice things on them. I have sticky notes on my wall next to my table. And I know you guys can't see me, but I have purple hair. I wear necklaces with crystals and I have rings on most of my fingers. So I feel like I stand out a little bit, but it definitely is a great place to be able to express myself and show the kids that they can be whoever they want to be too. And I think being as young as I am and it's confident as I am in myself has allowed the kids to look up to me and help us build an even stronger connection. That's wonderful. And um, I'm sure the kids love the hair and the rings and the and the t-shirts and everything too. <laughs> so that's wonderful. We do have to take one last short break. And then when we come back, we'll get some final reflections from today's guests. So stay with us um, and remember, follow the show on social media at NYLC.org or find us at NYLC.org. We'll be right back. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit NYLC.org to learn more today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to the power of young people to change the world with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We just have a few minutes left with our guests today, Lizzie and Emily, and I really want to get some final reflections from each of you. So, Emily, I'm going to ask, I think we know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it. Would you encourage other um, folks to become AmeriCorps members and, and then give them the sales pitch of why they should do it? Yes, 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 yes. A million times, yes. I think I, everyone should at least look into it and see if there's something they would be interested in doing because there are so many options and opportunities and it really is such a rewarding experience and it's so helpful and important to the students themselves and all of the other people that you'd be working with in any job opportunity. And 
specifically to reading core, we need, well, reading and math core, we need more one-on-one time with these kids Mm -hmm. because that's when they succeed the most. And AmeriCorps has 25, 35, and 40-hour week options. So there's a lot of opportunity for anyone. And if reading or math isn't your thing, there's options from climate change to the military, from addiction recovery to childcare, and from immigration to independent living, and so much more. So whatever you're interested in, I'm sure there's an option for you with AmeriCorps. Good sales pitch. So just Thank get you. out there and check it out, guys. Just yes. check it out. And then kind of in the same vein, like like you're, you're a young person, you're taking action in your community. So what advice do you have for young people who are hoping to make a difference in their communities? I guess some advice I'd have for young people like me also hoping to make a difference. I would say don't give up. Be patient advocate, know that your work isn't going unseen or unheard, and make sure you take care of yourself too. I mean, that goes for anyone of any age, but as young people, it's hard to always feel like you're being heard by people older than you. We are not the ones in power or in control of the big things, such as politics and what we're taught and how we're taught. But we can affect all the little things, especially in the generation younger than us. We can also spread kindness, love, acceptance, and hope to everyone around us and hopefully be a shining light for the future. That's perfect and beautiful. And now I can picture what your um, class case looks like when you walk into your into your school. Like it, you're just you beam kindness and hope, and um, you're again. I just it must be so much fun having you in the school um, and being you know if you were my tutor, I would be so excited. That's just awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, um, Lizzie. Can you tell us how young people can get involved? Yes. Well, if you're in Minnesota, go to serveminnesota.org or talk to other mentors and teachers, other adults in your life about what you're interested in and show that you care. Maybe there's already something you do in your community. Keep doing that. Keep showing up and get involved in all the little ways. Just like Emily said, everyone can spread kindness. Everyone can show up for one another in these not just during COVID, but <laughs> especially now. <laughs> especially now, but there's always an opportunity, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I would invite um, Lizzie, do you have any final reflections that you would like to share? You have gone from AmeriCorps to managing the program. You've had so many amazing experiences. Um, what advice, what reflections do you have um, for the young people that are listening? Sure. Well, yeah, I just have a lot of gratitude for the meaningful opportunities because they really helped define who I am. And I was also able to pay off my student loan debt. So that education award (laughs) is a huge benefit. I think I grew in confidence and I definitely continued my commitment to civic engagement. And now getting to lead the program, I'm making some adjustments and hopefully improving in ways that um, didn't exist before and just Being a um, really empathetic leader is my hope. Uh, Yeah, I just think that I got to know my city better, the people who live here, and AmeriCorps is just really unique. So I 
think anyone who has the chance to do it should engage. You'll never have a dull day. (laughs) (laughs) That is for sure. Yeah, I think um, all of our AmeriCorps members um, would say they never had a dull day when they were working with us. We we are so grateful again for the work that each of you have, have done for your service. Lizzie and Emily, thank you so much for being here today, um, for sharing your passion and your journey, um, and again, for serving our communities. Um, it, the work that you're doing is so impactful, and um, I, I just appreciate so much um, everything that you have given. Um, you can learn more about AmeriCorps by visiting AmeriCorps. So A-M-E-R-I-C-O-R-P-S dot gov. Or um, if you are here in the state of Minnesota, find our friends at Serve Minnesota at serveminnesota.org, all spelled out. Um, I also want to mention uh, if you're an educator, including our AmeriCorps friends working in schools or after school programs, and you're working with young people who you'd like to use service learning as a strategy in your programming, visit the NYLC store. Download any of our Engage handbooks on issues like gender equity, education equity, climate change, peace building. We've got a ton of great resources, including a new Getting Started in Service Learning. And so you can get um, your students taking action in their communities right now. Don't wait um, to do that. We want young people to see that they can make positive change in the world. So young people will investigate community issues. They'll plan and prepare on how they're going to take action. They take that action, whatever that looks like for them. They demonstrate their learning and um, they do all of this while reflecting throughout the entire experience. And that's what we call service learning. Um, So a huge thank you to the Charles Stewart Mott Foundation for their support in the creation of our Engage handbooks and resources for after-school networks. Next week, I'm going to have another great show. So joining me are going to be students from Liberty High School in Liberty, Missouri, along with leaders from the international nonprofit organization Global Brigades. They have this amazing story of how um, this this high school in in Missouri is um, working with the community in Honduras, and the students are Um, serving the community, but also developing their academic, civic, and social-emotional skills. So trust me, this is going to be a great one. You don't want to miss it. Mark your calendars, Thursday, 6 o'clock Eastern. And until next week, I invite you all to join us as we serve, learn, change the world. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the power of young people to change the world. Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world.